Everyone has their own unique views and needs when it comes to financial success. If you'd like to leave your financial woes behind and live a life of financial freedom, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton. The show will help you with the ins and outs of money. We talk about financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars and keeping you up at night. We talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, 401ks, risk management, retirement, and everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. Now, here is your host of Saving with Steve, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money, pretty much everything in the sun that relates to you having a happier, healthier relationship with money. My name is Steve Sexton. I want to thank you for joining us. We hit a little bit of a milestone here. We just added 100,000 new listeners to our show. We very much appreciate your support, sharing us with your friends and family. We're well up over 600,000 listeners. So we're very excited about that. You can catch us anywhere in the United States as well as in 56 other countries. So we're really, really excited. Today, we have a wonderful show for you. But first, I want to talk about the last episode. We had Miriam Ortiz-Pino. She's a certified professional organizer. She works with entrepreneurs and other creative people to help craft environments where they can connect and control to create the freedom they desire, as well as build the wealth through organizing things. There were so many little aha moments there. Everybody just loved it. Today, I'm going to be talking about money moves to make before the end of the year. Here's one of the big things. Did you know that money is the number one things couple fight about and the second leading cause of divorce? Couple this with the stress of the holiday season, it's easy to understand that this time of the year can be particularly challenging for couples and families. We have Figs O'Sullivan. He helps people build stronger relations, has a unique experience as a relationship expert, a former stock broker, a finance executive, coupled with the interest in the world of personal finance, makes him a perfect fit to help families move past these money conflicts that arise during the holiday season. Now, today's guest is a wonderful one. Figs O'Sullivan is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He's a well-known relationship expert. He's the commander-in-chief of a top-rated therapist in San Diego. He's a founder of Empathy, that's E-M-P-A-T-H-I.com, and is one of the most sought-after relationship experts to movers and shakers in Silicon Valley. Fig helps some of the most creative, successful people of our time make love and family work. He's been featured on NPR, All of the Things Considered, as well as numerous podcasts. We're just really lucky to have him here because I know we're going to talk about a number of things, but for many of you, you're going to go, oh my gosh, it's going to be aha after aha after aha. So Biggs, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here with us. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Very kind of you. And well, I'm delighted and honored to be here. Well, I appreciate that. I just kind of want to get to it. I know you're a former stockbroker, financial executive. What got you into therapy for relationships? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. The question is actually probably best the other way around, right? I, my dad's a therapist, mom's a therapist, sister's a therapist. I was kind of the black sheep of the family by doing the um, finance thing. And so I resisted the family vocation, the calling until like my mid thirties. And you look, for me, what I realized, I was using all the same skills, like relating to people, understanding people, helping them with financial stuff. 
And I just wanted to do it a little deeper. It was a natural transition and kind of a return to my true home to be a psychotherapist. Did you get the aha and hallelujah for mom and dad? Or You know, it's so funny. It's interesting to say that. My mom is probably a typical um, Irish mother. Like when I was a stockbroker, right, in the 90s, she would like, what are you doing? Like in my 20s, like, why don't you just get a job in the bar and have fun? She couldn't understand why I would do something so stressful. You know what I mean? So they did look, my parents just want us to be happy. You know, both myself and my sister. Uh, they're not there. That's it. If if you look happy at dinner, then I don't care what you're doing. Oh no, that's cool. I, I just thought it'd be fun to ask the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah, they you know. Because you know, as a parent of two kids, I, I really don't care what they do as long as they're happy. And that's the exactly. big thing about being a parent. So right. I'm totally good with that. So what did we do during the holiday season? Bringing up family finances, there's disagreements. I see this all the time. You have the saver, the spender, and it's just kind of like button heads. What's the best way to deal with something like that? Yeah, well, look, I'll tell you what the best way to deal with it is. And it's, uh, I would say the way to a better relationship is paradoxical. Um, The first part that might be like kind of um, different than what people are used to is the problem is not actually the main problem. I know it's going to be really weird. And like, let's say money, how we spend money over the holidays is not actually the main problem. The main problem is how we talk about money and how we spend money over the holidays. And the order of what you tackle is very important, right? Now, most people like, look, if I want to make sure we buy everybody gifts, let's say, and I'll feel bad if I don't. And the other person is, hey, listen, you're not in touch with the reality of our family finances, right? Of course, that's going to be a really tense holiday season between that couple, right? So in an ideal world, they would take a time out from problem solving and trying to make their case and carve out some time where they do not try and problem solve, like work out how much we spend or don't spend and actually talk about what are the feelings and difficult thoughts that are coming up for both of us around money or family finances, right? Because If we can get to a place, usually what's really happening is, let's say, some variation of one person's not feeling heard or considered, right, around finances. And let's say the other person is feeling um, like you don't seem to trust me or believe me, right, Um, Mm -hmm. or some version of there's some love need that's not being met. And here's the crazy thing. We don't necessarily have to resolve what we do about family financing for the issue itself to get better. If we got to a place where, wow, I feel like... Like we actually both understand each other and what's coming up inside of both of us about money and now it's the holidays, that changes everything. And now there's a whole bunch of solutions that previously, if you tried that solution without us deeply understanding where each other are coming from, that same solution wouldn't work. Whereas now that we deeply understand each other, that exact same solution is yes, because we have gone from finances is separating our emotional bond to now we feel emotionally bonded and we can attend to like finances over the holidays as a team where we're both valid people with valid concerns. So in other words, everybody's reading off the same sheet of music moving forward. Yeah, well, at the very least, we're reading off the same sheet of music 
as we're two valid people with two valid sets of concerns, even if they're not the same as each other. Now, mm -hmm. when two people can see each other as you are an actual valid human being with valid concerns and your way of attending to money, even if it's not mine, it actually makes sense. Now, that seems like such a small thing. Why would we even do it? Let's say like, look, are we really going to buy Granny, the new um, VR set from Facebook, right? Like mm -hmm. one, she'd probably kill herself, right? Let's not do it. She's gonna <laughs> or fall. break a hip at least. She's gonna break a hip as she's doing the boxing game, right? But but actually, right, if we go like, look, it makes sense that you would want to get this for granny because she means so much to you. I get it. It's valid. And then to imagine the partner going, hey, I understand why that is really scary for you to imagine we're going to pay for something outside of our budget. Now, we're not working on deciding whether we buy it yet. We're literally working on, oh my God, that is so nice that you, I actually make sense. I see that you actually think I'm, I'm not a crazy person for wanting to buy a VR set for granny. And the other way around is like, oh my God, thank you for understanding that it would be scary for me to imagine like, no, what, like, wait a second, are we going to be buying everyone VR sets? Those things haven't come down in price yet, mm -hmm. right? Um, that, because so look, if you, you got to attend to your emotional bond, two people that love each other, it's actually more painful to seem invalid to each other than it is like whether we spend too much money or not spend too much money. So attend to your emotional bond first and finances just happens to be the latest topic that is bringing you guys into disconnection and a negative emotional cycle with each other. You know, I work with people financially and I'm just thinking to myself, okay, I can see that. I can see that happening. And I'm just listening to a few people that I've talked with in the last few weeks. I'm just seeing that whole dynamic not playing out properly where somebody's not being validated for what they want to do or spend or how they want to look at things. Yeah, exactly. And so look, even to break it down, if you were to go through these steps with each other, now it's very hard for two people to just do it on their own. And so like I guide people through it and people like me, right? Mm -hmm. But first thing, imagine like a couple took 30 minutes and for 15 minutes, one person asked the other, what are the difficult feelings and thoughts that come up for you about finances over the holidays? Second person at the end of, let's say five minutes, they share the second person says, this is what I heard you tell me. Like they literally like, look, I actually heard you. The third step is can this person that was listening accept that is how they feel? Like, just like give me an example. Imagine someone says, I'm scared about spending too much money over the holidays. And you're like, I don't think that's what you're scared of. No, listen, they are scared. Whether you think they should be or not, can you accept that's actually what they're feeling? Then the next step, can you validate them? Even if it's not true for me, could you see it? Is it in the realm of human possibility that a human being could be scared about spending too much money over the holidays? Absolutely. It makes sense. Yep. I could imagine why and it makes sense you feel that way. Then... Can you access some emotion inside you towards the other person? Oh my God, the fact that you're scared about spending money, my heart actually goes out to you. I actually have some feelings towards you, the fact that it's scary for you, right? <laughs> then we go back to the person that shared and like, it's just like, so what's it like to have shared and that the person accepts your experience, can validate and actually has feelings towards you, cares that that's how you feel. And then we flip it and we do it the other way around. And now that they had that experience, let's say successfully, and rarely does something work well the first time. We got to try it a few times. Mm -hmm. But let's just fast forward to it actually worked the first time. Now let's return to the question. So what do we do this holiday season now as a team? Mm -hmm. right? so, but but most people aren't going to put in this step before they do problem solving, right? This like attending to our emotional bond. I totally get that because as a guy, I just fix things and that's my thing. 
Exactly. Well, here's the good news about that. If you're listening really closely, you're going to try and fix something and your partner, your spouse is going to get hurt because they're not going to feel heard or considered, right? Mm -hmm. Because you weren't with them in their present moment experience. And now they're going to give you a signal that they're hurt with you and not happy with you. So now you get a second chance to interpret what's happening. So this is the thing, nobody gets it right the first time. Like, like we get to practice all this after we're already not feeling happy with each other. Like, this is another thing. Yeah, that I can see it. how that could be tough. Big, we're gonna have yeah. to hold on. We're gonna take a quick yeah, break yeah. here. We're gonna be right back with more Saving with Steve. You know what, we've got a lot to go with Figs here. Okay, stick with us, we'll be right back. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of The Saving with Steve Show. We're gonna be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're gonna talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hello, welcome back to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money. I just want to Thank you for joining us, tuning in. Appreciate you sharing us with your friends and family. All the replays are available at savingwithsteve.us. If you're enjoying the stories of helpful information and insight on Saving with Steve, then I encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Spotify channel, Google Play channel, and check out a few of our affiliates at UK Health Radio, BBS Radio, AMFM 247, Talk Radio in New York City, E360 TV. All these networks are dedicated to empowering you to solve problems, uplift your spirit, and live a life of personal and financial freedom. You can also check us out at Facebook at Saving with Steve Saxon. You can check out the Insiders Club, Guest Gifts. By the way, the beautiful lemon baking company called for visa out of new hampshire all natural cookies cake pops the whole shot there's a special discount you just go to the website you'll see it right there at saving it's called sws20 you're going to get 20 percent off now we're back here with figs o'sullivan talking about relationships and finance during the holidays and i want to bring us back to this big welcome back to the show for the second segment here thank you steve i want to talk about financial taboos creating a space where you can talk about money with your significant other is this something that makes more sense to do together with somebody like yourself what's the best environment to do that in let's be clear i'm a couples therapist right i am biased right i obviously <laughs> believe there's Just some a value <laughs> a little bit right there's some value what i do and people like me the main thing a couples therapist does the first and most important thing a good couples therapist does is they're able to see there's three entities. There's each of the individuals in a couple, right? There's two of them. And then there's the couple together as one entity. When you're one part of a two-part system, you're embedded inside it and you cannot see the whole system. You can't see it because you're literally inside it. 
And so what a good couples therapist does is is able to create this narrative, add both of your stories into one coherent shared narrative about what's happening between the two of you, where both of you make sense. Nobody's wrong. Oh, Actually, nice. you're both right. You're both right. Remember, just you the example, it makes sense you're scared about spending too much. And it makes sense that you would feel terrible if we don't buy granny her VR set. <laughs> right? Like it totally makes sense. And I could totally see how the more scared you get, the more you say you can't spend money, the more you feel like, oh my God, why, why isn't what's important to me to consider it? And so now you're like, you're stealing VR sets at Walmart. <laughs> um, you know, whatever, whatever the action tendency is. So, so here's the thing: like it's very hard to deal with the activation that happens with a couple around a sensitive topic without a third party that's able to hold both of them as valid and then keep reflecting to the two separate individuals. Hey, look what's happening between the two of you. And isn't this actually really sad and painful for both of you? So that's where we want to get back to always. And I hope this isn't too um, psychobabbly. We want to help both people move from I consciousness to we consciousness. Okay. Like not that you have a problem or I have a problem. Hey, look at this problem we have. Because, right, we're so important to each other. If you don't hear me, it hurts. If you don't include me, it hurts, right? And mm -hmm. of course, money would bring that up. So oh, yeah. having that person like that actually can guide you and help you do it. It's just, it's very hard for two people to do this on their own. And if you, if people can do it, like if they listen to the steps mm -hmm. I just laid out and they like set a timer, I'll do 15 minutes, you do 15 minutes. Let's really accept, validate each other, right? Have empathy for each other. Please go do it on your own. Yeah. Awesome. I don't think many people would be able to do that because they just don't have the skills. By the way, you know what always blows me away? Like even my couples that come week after week after week, right? And I created all these exercises they do. Uh, what percentage of my couples that come to counseling do you think when we're outside of a session then do the exercises themselves without me? Like maybe two, two percent. Like there's such a tiny amount of people will actually show up like for the really difficult activating conversation. Mm -hmm. on their own. But, so yeah, I'm always fascinated. That. People need a coach often, right? They just need a coach for things that are hard. Yeah, no, I, I tell anything that's difficult, I think it helps to have somebody there to guide. Like I'll give the um, the process away for free to people, right? Like, you know, I have courses and like we'll share the link, right? Mm -hmm. of like, like you, I'll give our main flagship course, the conflict solution for free um, to your the listeners and viewers. Um, because look, here's the thing. It's valuable. It's helpful. But I also know most people are going to need some like actual guidance mm -hmm. to, to do the work. I want to get into something else. The importance of managing expectations in a relationship. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, managing expectations is great. Like one of the first things I have to do with couples is reset their story of what, what a good relationship is, right? So let, let's just say managing expectations at the most general level in relationship. Um, all relationships, there's three different buckets that a relationship can be in. Good, bad, ugly. And good is we're connected to each other. Oh my God, we're on the same team. Isn't this great? You understand me? I understand you. I'm here for you. You're enough for me. It's brilliant. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. It's great. We're touching each other's noses, having a great time, right? Bad is one of us feels the other person isn't hearing me. The other person's upset, right? We're in the bad place. Ugly is we won't give each other a chance or we just don't know how to get back to good. I see. Right? So, you know, we got to have like one of the managing expectations 
is we got to help couples understand bad is normal. The work begins at bad, whether it's finances brought it up or who does the dishes, right? Or why didn't you go to granny's funeral? Heaven forbid, poor granny, right? She got oh, the yeah. VR set, she fell over, broke her hip. Now it's her funeral. Like this story I'm making about granny's not good. I'm sorry. No. Okay, but like, but like, look, <laughs> how do we, we, yeah, so manage expectations. It's totally normal that we both get our feelings hurt with each other and we go to bad. Now the work begins. Now we got to do the work of understanding each other, caring about each other's points of view, accepting, validating each other. So we get back to good again. I'm just thinking through like my own relationship going, okay, yeah. where are we here? Here, here, right, right, right. I think yeah. everybody's kind of like, huh, okay, am I doing that? These are wonderful things to understand because if you can validate what's important to somebody and you're on the same page, it must makes it much easier to make a decision because if you're not, somebody's just going to say no and they're going to be upset and walk away. And then when you're looking at the taboos and things like that, that you want to get past uh, or managing expectations, I think it's really important to understand, hey, where do we need to go? Wait, wait, what would be a taboo, by the way? I'm curious when you said that. You know what? what? You know what? When we grow up, when I grew up in an Catholic family, we didn't really yeah. talk about money. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. We didn't we yeah. talk about a lot of things. You bring those relationships or those feelings and those robotic actions with yeah. you later in life. Those are the things that when you come into a relationship that you need to deal with. And right. sometimes you just mentally can't get past it because you're used to what you've been doing for right. you know, decades. Yeah, um, I love that. That, By the way, this is the way I often talk to couples about this. Like you were both born in different fishbowls, right? Like, you know, you were born in your family culture, your partner was born in their family culture. And now both of you plop down into this new fishbowl, right? And one of you is like, I don't talk about money. The other is like, oh, money, like it's not triggering for me. And then all <laughs> I, of a sudden you activate the other person. And when you say at a party, so how much did you make last year? And the other person is like, oh my God, who would ever put someone in a spot like that, right? And of course, to the person that money is not a big deal, they don't even understand why your feelings would have been hurt and why you would have looked at them and like given them a... Ugh. Bad, bad, <laughs> right? But that's the work, right? To help understand, oh, would you look at the way different things trigger us because of the way we were brought up? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I love that, that you already naturally get it, Steve, right? That look, we got to do that work of understanding what you're calling the taboos, that money is triggering for people in totally different ways. And they're all valid. They're mm -hmm. all valid. Right. And then if we get people to understand each other, oh, I get you now. I feel so good for a couple. Now, they may always be different, right? I'll still be like loading eight VR sets into my Walmart cart, right? <laughs> and, you know, and my wife will be like, ah, oh, Jesus figs, forgive the, the Irish, you know, <laughs> Lord's name in vain. Right. We may always have that little part in us, but at least we can understand each other. And mm -hmm. we I might put four of them back at the cafe. <laughs> Just four out of the 12. OK, cool. Big, I want to thank you for being here. This has been a blast. Could you tell us where people can go to get your help yeah. and also tell us what you're providing for our listeners, that free little gift that we can give out? Yeah. So the easiest way, just go to empathy.com and it's empathy with an I on the end, not a Y on the end. 
couldn't afford empathy with a Y in the end. I just had to compromise, right? So empathy with an I in the end.com. And then we have our, like I was saying, we're just like starting to give away our flagship course to podcast listeners. And it's just empathy with an I in the end.com forward slash P-O-D, pod, empathy.com forward slash pod. And then what do we do? Couples counseling, couples couching for individuals, couples, courses. We have our own podcast. My wife and I share our own personal couples counseling. I can talk about it. It's called Come Here to Me. We have like a web app we developed for couples. Anything we could possibly do to help people have a better relationship, we provide at empathy.com. Hey, I want to thank you again for being on the show. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And you know what? I think we're, we're going to want to have you back sometime if that's okay. Oh, awesome. Wow. I really, that, I would love to come back. Thank you. I, I, I just thank know you, that Steve. people are going to resonate with this and say, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear. Hey, awesome. thanks again. You stay safe and stay healthy. We'll see you the next time. Cheers. Hey, everybody. That was Figs O'Sullivan. If you want to go check out, get some help. You can go to empathy. That's E-M-P-A-T-H-I.com. You can go to the website, looking for couples health therapy and so on. You can also go to the Saving with Steve website. You're going to see the link for the free course that Fig of Sullivan with empathy.com is going to offer. So you can go to our website at savingwithsteve.us. We'll go to their website and get that free course, especially if you're looking to get some help. We're going to be right back with more Saving with Steve. Okay, stick with us. We'll be right back. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of the Saving with Steve show. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're going to talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into the Saving with Steve show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on the Saving with Steve show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hello, welcome back to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money. I just want to Thank you for joining us, tuning in. Appreciate you sharing us with your friends and family. All the replays are available at savingwithsteve.us. If you're enjoying the stories of helpful information and insight on Saving with Steve, then I encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Spotify channel, Google Play channel, and check out a few of our affiliates at UK Health Radio, BBS Radio, AMFM 247, Talk Radio New York City, E360 TV, all these networks dedicated to empowering you to solve problems, uplift your spirit, and live a life of personal and financial freedom. You can also check us out at Facebook at Saving with Steve Saxon. You can check out the Insiders Club, Guest Gifts. By the way, 
the beautiful lemon baking company called Ferviza out of New Hampshire. All natural cookies, cake pops, the whole shot. There's a special discount. You just go to the website. You'll see it right there at saving. It's called SWS20. You're going to get 20% off. Now, we just want to talk about things we want to do before the end of the year to make sure our money moves are set. First of all, um, just real quick, you want to check where you stand. This means, hey, where am I in with my budget? How much am I saving? Did I save enough for that down payment on the house, the kids' education, my daughter's wedding? Where do we stand with that? How did I keep with my budget? And the key here is you want to be brutally honest with your goals. Hey, if you did make it, don't be too hard on yourself, especially if you're close. And then you want to make sure all your financial accounts are up to date. That means, hey, if it's supposed to have a trust as the, the owner of it, so it can be yours and your wife's, you want to make sure the beneficiaries are up to date. You want to make sure everything's up to date when it comes to the finances, especially the financial accounts. The next thing is you want to look at things like, am I meeting those year-to-date deadlines? For example, you can contribute to an IRA all the way up until you file your tax return in April, okay? As long as you have an account that you set up in 2022, you can contribute all the way through April 18th of 2023. Are you fully contributing to your 401k? If you don't need the money and you have the ability to contribute more towards this last portion of the year into your 401k, do it. Why? Because retirement's an accumulation sport. The more you accumulate now, the earlier you have an option to stop working, which can make for a longer, more lasting, less stressful life. The other thing is double check that you're making most of your money. This is a time to check those budgets. Everybody has those situations where done the debit thing, where you sign it for something, all of a sudden you get charged in 30 days, whether you use it or not. If you're not using it, get rid of it looking for ways to reduce and eliminate expenses. There's a number of different internet providers. There's a number of cable programs. You know what? We were able to reduce our cable by over $100 just by eliminating a lot of the cable programs, going down to the internet service, and then adding live TV along with a couple streaming sites. You could do things like that. You can use your change your cell phone provider. A lot of times they'll give you a free phone, but you can do it at a lower cost and get the same service because they're on the same network. You just got to read into it and make sure you know what you're getting. This is a great time to look at auto insurance, homeowners insurance, and all those things to make sure you have the best rate. Look at everything you do to find a way to reduce eliminate expenses, but keep doing the things that you love to do. Next, start setting some goals for the new year. Hey, how much do you want to save? Where are you looking to have your accounts at? It's really important to have somebody help you look at that to make sure you're on track. Somebody say, hey, we're right where we're at. You maybe need to do this. And you know what? This is a great time to look at those investments, especially if you're a few years away from retirement. With the market going crazy where it is, if it were to go down 20, 30 more percent, you might be working for a few years more than you thought. Or if you are in retirement in the first three or four years and you're losing that 20 or 30 percent, it might be one of those things that pushes you back into work or have to redo your lifestyle in retirement. You don't want to do that. I want to thank you all for joining us right here on Saving with Steve. Look forward to seeing you next week. We're going to give you our best advice to help you retire smart. See you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for the Saving with Steve show hosted by Steve Sexton. To learn more about the show and how to become a guest or sponsor, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. Join us again next time as we continue to talk about everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happier relationship with money. This has been the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton.